Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Father, this morning, thank you for bringing us together. Your glory will be made manifest in our lives. Speak to us, heal us, touch our lives. Let us not leave your presence the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Give it up. Give it up for Jesus. And you may please be seated. Wow. Matthew chapter 12. Welcome to the Good Shepherd Church. The Good Shepherd Church. The Good Shepherd. Amen. The Good Shepherd Church. Matthew chapter 12. Or Luke chapter 12, sorry. Or Luke chapter what? Something. Luke chapter 21. Hey. Luke chapter 21. Ah. It's right here in my face. I don't know. What Matthew chapter 12 is talking about. Maybe something. Matthew chapter 12. I hope you can see the screen. It's a little dark, so we need some light. Yeah. Bible says in verse 32, Luke chapter 21 and verse 32. The Bible says, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away. Till all be fulfilled. 33 says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Luke chapter 21, verse 33. I think you can close your eyes and even say it. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. One more time. Luke chapter 21, verse 33. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And so, we are a people, we're a group of people who have come to a realization. Somebody say realization. If you are here this morning, I am believing God that you have come to a realization that you need God in your life. If you are here, that, that is what, and so I, I want to talk to, I want to preach to, I want to teach people who have come to a realization of the need for God in their lives and therefore wants to know more and wants to get better in their lives in this life can I have an evening from somebody if you have not come to the realization that you need God and you need Jesus and therefore you want to do better in this life this is not the right place for you there's a conservancy down at the back there Aquila Caesar my little girl hello it's good to see you you look different wow you get big girl Good to see you. That's my little girl there. God bless you. Nice, nice. You get it. So, 
if you are not a type like that, you, you, you will not even like coming here. You will not like to be here. And you will not pay attention and be involved in anything that goes on here. Do you understand? And so, I, 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 hope, I hope that you are here because you want Jesus, you need Jesus. You want to get better in your life. Not that you, you want to get a house lot because we don't share house lots here. Yeah. And you see, and by and by, I come to realize and become more confident that many people who were looking for house lots and cars who came here, they got disappointed. That's why they left. Because we are not here for cars. We are not here for house lots. You, you, want, a, you want a car? Go to Yokohama. <laughs> is that good? Yeah. If you want a car. So, so that is what it is. Many people have come into the kingdom of God expecting natural or worldly pleasures. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching in New Amsterdam seven nights. I've been driving back and forth every night. I was, and I'm teaching them about a glory. All right, the glory. And if you, if you read the Bible, you understand that there's the glory of God. There's the glory of Jesus. There's the glory of man. Man has a glory. Oh, yeah. If you see a man in his glory, they'll make you little. They'll make you like you are nothing. <laughs> Many people don't, don't remember you when they, they come in their glory. Then there's also the glory of the world. The world has its glory, Jalana. The devil took Jesus to the pinnacle of the temple in Matthew chapter 4 verse 8. And the Bible said that he told him that if you will bow, he showed showed him all the kingdoms of the world and what? And the glory of them. The kingdoms of the world is, is, is South America, North America, uh, Asia, Slade. Are you there? Slady, are you there? Beautiful. Asia, all these places. The Bible said the devil showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the world and the glory. Glory is, is an English word that means someone or an, what, a state of great exaltation. I know some people who like to get married in Paris. Why not in Yarakabra? Because there's no kingdom, there's no glory in Yarakabra as compared to Paris. Some people want to marry in the gardens, not in the church. They want the gardens. You see, this is all pockets of the glory. And the devil told Jesus that you love the world and you came. I can give the world to you. Look at it. And so I was telling them that. You see, because sometimes when you are in a place different from Georgetown, you think there's more life and better opportunities in Georgetown. Until you come and you realize that it's not true. Some people say, oh, when I go to America, everything will be okay. Un- unless, until you go to America, you realize everything is not okay. Because the thing is that the glory of the world 
belongs to the bad man. The glory of the Lord, the glory of the world, can be categorized in about six, six different uh, uh, categories. Money. Money is the glory of the world. If you have money in this world, you're so important. That's everybody's looking for money. If you don't have money in this world, you are nothing. No matter how great you are in the sight of God, people will not accept you. They'll look down at you. No matter who you are. Oh, me, I am important. You're important, you don't have money? I beg you. So money, money is something that is the glory of this world. That when you have money, you, you, you exercise yourself. People who have money in this world, they, they really blow time. They really enjoy themselves. Oh, yeah, they, they, they show the glory. They express the glory. And glory is either in, in an unexpressed state and in expressed state. Money. Fashion is also the glory of the world. Fashion. Clothing. Styles. Hairstyles. Jewelry. Shoes. <laughs> it, 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 it's a glory that the world admires and adores. Huh. That's why when you see the standard churches, the ones we grew up to know, the pastor wears one type of dress all the time. Why? Because he's not here to dress up. You have to look for clothes every Sunday. Why? Why? What is all this thing about? Why can't you not just come with the, the same black pants and white shirt you came last week? Be, be, because because we live in a world where your glory, your state of being big up and important rests in the dress and the type of the way you look. So you have money, you have fashion, and then you even have fame. To be famous in this world is something wonderful. Look at this, this girl who, who this bow head girl who was in Wakanda, came and even met our president. What a shock. I didn't even see her in the Wakanda movie. Was she? Who was she? Was she on the on top of the mountain or something? You are here. You have not had a chance to be the president because you are not famous. Yeah. Possessions. Your status. They are all the glory of the world. And the problem with Christians is that we get confused where, which, which one is important. In the church, we don't come for cars. Cars are in the world. So when you live here and you go to work tomorrow morning, tell your boss to give you a loan to buy a car. Here, we worship the God who is a spirit. We worship him in spirit and in truth. We do not come here for a house lot or, or anything that the world will praise you for. That's why I left Europe and I came here because when it comes to the things of God, the glory is different. 
the glory of God, it, it is like something invisible that works with you. It opens door for you. It makes things possible for you. Many of you like the glory of God. You should, you should write an application letter to me to organize a seven day of glory here for you to hear all the message. I'm talking about the words of Jesus right here. I don't want to give you what I'm talking about. Yeah. The, seven, the, the, the words of Jesus, that's what I'm preaching about. <laughs> so I just, I just wanted to start and, and just tell you because people come to the church, they want food. They want money. And they want water. So, so after they stay in the church for years, winning souls and doing uh, cell groups and all of that, and they don't get a car, they think they are wasting their time. No, no, no. The, the car is out there. All you need to do is just go and sign a contract. Or if you need a TV, you go to court. That's what everybody is doing. The church doesn't teach you how to get TV. So, so don't miss the two. Don't miss the two. So after 10 years in the church, if you don't own a land, it is not the, the, the church's fault. It is not Victor Collins and Sabri's fault. You didn't go to housing. That's a mistake you did. You didn't go to housing and register and push for a house lot. You pass no money under the table for a house lot. And after 10 years of, of doing branching or doing home sale or being a shepherd, you say the church wastes your time. Because you didn't understand what the church is for. The church is not for the glory of the world. Jesus, Jesus, and you see, Jesus told the devil that the Bible says it is only God you must worship, and him alone should you serve. You get it? And and the, the, the verse 9, the devil told Jesus that if you bow down, the thing, the cars, the monies, and the things to get them here, you will have to lower yourself to get them. You have to bow down and get them. You have to worship the devil and get them. There's nobody who does well in this world who doesn't compromise. It's right there. Verse 9 of Matthew chapter 4. But the wealth and the riches God gives, you don't compromise for it. Why do you have to sleep with a man so that you can get money and pay your life bill? You have come down. You have come down. You have come down. You have come down. But you see, you don't know how to trust God for money. So when you come to the church and you don't get money to pay light bill, you say, I, I, let, let me sleep with me, man. Let me get me money to pay me light bill. The, the pastor can't do nothing for me. You have not learned to know how God helps people. That's, that's, the, that's the skill and the information you don't have. You never followed that. And I, and I was using myself as an example. I don't have anything, house or car, that I'm paying installment for. I'm an example of a glorious man. The car I drive, I'm not paying down anywhere. The house I live in, I'm not paying a mortgage. You're trying to insult me? You're driving a car that you're paying every month. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I am not paying anybody anything. It, no more, it is possible, that's what God does. But you have to learn how, how it is done. That is what many people don't want to, they, they don't like it, they don't want it, they can't handle it. And so they, they do what the devil says, they bow down and they get the money. The words of Jesus, please. Luke chapter 21. I don't know why, I, it's, it's, it's baby's preaching, I beg you. 
I, 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 I'm just full of the glory, the message about the glory. Forgive me. <laughs> Please forgive me. Luke chapter 21 verse 33. Forgive me. I, I'll continue with them tonight. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling not to tell you the things that God is my husband, but let's go. <laughs> the Bible says, Heaven and earth shall pass away. Yeah, heaven and earth. I should be free. <laughs> I'm home. I should be free. <laughs> you have to invite me for seven days, otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Isan invited me, so I went. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. I think it's the heaven and earth that took me to all of that. Because it's the heaven and the earth that the devil was trying to show Jesus. That I can give you this. If you bow, if you worship. Is that data? 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 Wow, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. If you know that, you know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Praise your Lord, Atta. Nice, 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 nice. All right. Uh, so I'm seeing some nice people here today. It's a special day. Yeah, it's a special, I tell you. Yeah, special day. Just, just let me preach quickly and then I'll, I'll, I'll show you why it's a special day. So, heaven and the earth will pass away. But there's something that will not pass away and that's the words of Jesus Christ. Now, to think about it, to imagine the sky will be no more. To me, it's, it's, it's very difficult to believe and understand that the skies will be no more, the earth will be no more, the seas will not exist anymore. Yet, words that Jesus has spoken will still be there. So, if heaven and earth shall pass away and the words of Jesus will not pass away, then it is important to Look into the words of Jesus Christ. The Bible didn't talk about your grandmother's words. Eh? You see, and this is the mistake we make. I can tell you I love you. But that one, heaven and earth will pass away with it. <laughs> it might even be passed before heaven and earth passes away. And you see how many of us rely on somebody's words and somebody's signature. A human being. Bible says, curse is the one who trusts in the arm of flesh. I don't know whether you're a Christian. And so you have to come to the realization that the Bible, the words of Jesus, that is what, you see, everything will come and go. But what Jesus has said will never go away. us are not disappointed in the relationships with all the white dress with all the suit with all the cake 
sticking cake, taking cake and putting it in your mouth, and you put it in my mouth, and you've been, how many have not been disappointed in this life? Already. Signed. Signature. Stamp. Bishop in his bishop clothes. I say, I pronounce you as a disappointment. So, so, so what are you read upon? You have to. It is when you take the words of God so serious than anybody's words. That life, you begin to win in life. Because then you are prepared for many ineventualities. So that when they happen, you're already strengthened because you know that this thing wasn't solid anyway. <laughs> but it is because we push aside the words of Jesus and we believe in the words of our mother or cousin. Those who are children mothers or child mothers, you can, you can, you can agree with me. That, that banner told you he loves you. Where is he now? <laughs> but you see, you won't change. You won't change your mind. You, 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 you'll find somebody else and believe in some, some, some foolish words again. And then your heart will be broken again. Epson, even if you're a projector, one day you'll stop working. <laughs> you aspire. So as long as or as much as we get these earthly things, we should continue to look on to Jesus. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. It is just an earthly arrangement. There's no guarantee that it is going to work. No matter the prayers we pray over it. No matter the prophecies we prophesy over it. We are all human beings with a small power that God has given us. It can't change the corruption of the heaven and the earth. And you see that many people feel so bad and ashamed and disappointed when something about a human being, a job, a relationship or something doesn't work. Why are you worrying yourself? It was not going to work in the first place. You didn't know. Because you didn't believe in this Luke chapter 21 verse 33. So, when you are going to get married, when you come to the altar, you should remember this, this scripture. In your vows, I love you, I'll marry you, but I know this will pass, but the words of Jesus will not pass away. <laughs> you shall have to add it to the vows. Yeah. Yeah. We miss it because in the wake of all the excitement and everything, we are deceived to think that this is forever. The only thing that will not pass away is the words of Jesus Christ. Because even if, if your marriage works or your relationship works, one day one, one will die. Why doesn't love keep you together and die the same, the same moment? And when your husband or your wife dies, you say, you marry again because your heart is broken. You try right there. <laughs> I, was, I, 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 was, I was preaching to a small group in Babies yesterday in the morning. 
there was this big lady and then I said you know let's build a church because this big lady I'm sure she wants a husband look how she's skinny she teeth us big old man in her 60s yeah she she looking for man still I tell you (laughs) Charlie (laughs) she doesn't care the disappointment she has been through she's still looking for a man why not it's a normal thing You should, you should be careful about society. There are many things that society has put on us. It's true. There are so many things that you will not even think about because you know what society will say. You don't even think about it. It's not in the Bible. It's society. Society. Anyway, so words of Jesus. I want us to look at maybe just one point what Jesus said about his own words. What Jesus said about his own words. Number one, Jesus taught that words in general are not trivial things. Words in general, he taught it. The words are not trivial things. What's your name? Ashanti. Wow. God bless you. God bless you. What's your name? (laughs) Nafisa. I know your name. Oh, your name is Sarah. Okay. That's Slade's sister. Okay. I don't know your name. I know you are Slade's sister. Is that okay? Jesus thought that words in general, Makai, words in general are not trivial things. Do you understand? It means that words are not just words. Are you with me? In Matthew chapter 12 and verse 36, words are not are generally not trivial things. So, I just tell you, I just said it. I mean, I don't care. You don't care? No, no, no. You should care about what you say. That is Jesus' point of view. That's what he's teaching us. The Bible says, but I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Can you believe it? And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The idle word is a word that you didn't think about. You just casually said it. Jesus is saying that those words, the ones you casually say on the day of judgment, you will have to give a reason why you use, and you, you use those idle words. I hate you. Jesus said, that word, Eunice, 
on the day of judgment, you will have to explain why you told that lady you hate her. Oh man, I was angry and I just, just you know, wanted to tell Eric my piece of mind. I just said that. No, 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 no. It's not like that, though. It's not like that, though. It's not like that, though. You think that it's like that, but it's not like that. Okay, all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is why the Bible teaches that you should be slow to speak and quick to hear. If you are not sure, is that Olivia? Ah, you get big too? (laughs) If you are not sure, just don't say anything. But any idle word, any casual word, Anywhere that you, you, you just didn't really think deep about. The Bible says that those words, you will have to give account of them. It's amazing. It's amazing. You have to explain why you are using such words. And in this world, we have created all kinds of words we use. When we are not happy and when we are happy. You know some of the words, isn't it? When somebody makes you angry, you, you have words that rhymes. You good? <laughs> yeah. Words. Be careful of what you say. God will say, did you not say this on the first January, on the first Sunday in January of the year? First Sunday in the year. Did you not say this? Oh, Lord, you know, Bishop said everybody should say something, so I just said something. Ah! <laughs> ah! I didn't mean it. How many of us have said, used words or said things that we didn't mean them before? Hey, Charlie, you have to ask for forgiveness, oh. Because it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you in heaven. That is why the disciples in the early church, in the Apostles' Creed, they said that they believe in the forgiveness of sins. That forgiveness of sins is something that they believed in. It means that when you do something you know is wrong, the first thing you do is you ask for forgiveness. Don't do things that you feel bad about and continue living. No use. Charlie, it's recorded. It's recorded in the heavens. And so if you do something, you feel bad about it. That is why the prodigal son said, I will go back to my father. Because he knows that his actions and the things he told his father, they were recorded. That is why when he went to his father, he only didn't say that I've sinned against you. He said, I've sinned against heaven. Because I know heaven was disappointed in my actions and my words. To learn and learn quick. Words. Some of you, the, the, the words that come out of your mouth, the words, the words, they are not nice. They don't encourage. You just don't encourage everybody around you. <laughs> yeah, it's not discouraged, it's don't encourage. <laughs> 
Watch, watch your words. Watch your words. Everything that comes out of you is not encouraging. You hardly say positive things, things, positive things. You hardly give praise. You hardly give, give recommendations, recommendations. You hardly say nice things about people. The nice things you don't say, it's the ones that are not nice. Those are the ones you open your mouth and say. Jesus said every single of those words, you, you give account of it. Because words, they carry life. Words carry life. That's why it's even very important that your name is a good name because when your name is mentioned, Kalisha, it means you, you, you are speaking words. There's, there's something supernatural happening. I think we all know that the Bible says God spoke the world into being. He said, let there be light. And there was. It is the glory that we are falling short of. That is why when we speak, many of the things don't harm it. But the first glory, what God gave Adam when he created him, that is if you speak, if you speak, it's dangerous. That is why if you read the Bible, the Old Testament, the children of these big, big men like Abraham, Moses, and these people, they didn't give them properties. They spoke over their lives. Do Bible study and see. It was not recorded that Isaac divided his goats and sheep and camels and donkeys between Esau and Jacob. What is written is that Isaac said, give me venison such as I love and let me bless you. Not not, not give you my cars. Again, in the kingdom of God, it's not the money and the cars and the fashions that carry us. It is the blessing that is spoken over us. It is God that we have. That is what carries us. You can drive a car if you want to, but there's something supernatural better than a car. <laughs> I got into an accident when, when Prophet Kaka came here. My car is still written off in the yard, in my yard. Who's paying for, the, for it for me? I have to go to court. I have to pay the lawyer hundreds of thousands of dollars to start the case. My lawyer told me it will be it between one to three years. Car? Is that what we come to church for? A lot of money. The duty of my car alone, it, it can buy four cars. It's in my yard. Written off. Is that what I came to church for? Then I'll, I'll forget about Jesus. Because my car is written off. So my faith in Jesus must also be written off. <laughs> if I came to church and I got married and the marriage didn't work, it doesn't mean it's okay. I just look for another man. If you're in the world and you break up, don't you look for another man? It is the society that has put something on you that if you marry in a church, oh, look, oh, look how you shame. But in the world, you just give it so, and you give it so, you give it so, all of the place, you just give it. You skin up everywhere. Skin up everywhere. According to how you want it. When you come to the church, they make everything look angelic. 
and then and then they make they make you feel down and, and bad and, and ashamed and useless because what they were expecting of you that's not what has happened. It's a society, that's not God. It's the society. It's a society. It's a society. Yeah, yeah. It's a society. It's friends, family, relatives who are expecting that your marriage will last forever. It didn't last forever. You know deep down your heart the guy he didn't care about you. But society and the picture that people put on us. God knows all this corruption before we experience them. He still loves us the same way. For God so loved the world that didn't even know him. The world that rejected him. For God so loved that world that he gave his best. How much of you and I who are already his children? Is he going to use that against us? It is the church, it's the society, it's people. It's like one time when this has happened to you, it's like you have to hide. Yeah. society yeah every idle word will be judged be careful what you say be careful what you tell people be careful what you are telling people about me on Facebook. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> it is already judged. Be careful. Yeah. That's why some people, they say, you know what? I went to the church. It didn't work for me. I left. But I have nothing to say about the church nor the pastor. disappointed. Watch what you say. Because the words that you don't mean, they are the ones that easily come out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John 63, as I close. What Jesus said about his own words. Jesus said here the words that I speak unto you they are spirit they are spirit and as I'm saying that in the Old Testament in the Bible words were, were what carried people not material things the prodigal son he tried he carried the material things and he realized that it does not take long to be back to zero if you have material things. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Go and look at it. Look at it. Jesus, the patriarchs, it was words. When Isaac blessed Jacob, 
And Esau came. Isaac told uh, Esau, I have blessed him. I have made him your, your boss. I can't reverse it. It, was, it is written. That's why Jesus, when he was being tempted, he, could, he said, you see, this temptation here, I don't have to, I don't have to pray. I have to quote, there's something that is written. Those words, I, I, I will not pass away. So I'm not going to say something. In some of you, when, you are, when the devil is disturbing you, say, you, you use something. Those things don't work. You should use the scripture. It is those are the words that have spirit in their life. They are the words that if you were to speak and use will give you the solutions you want in your life. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. My time is up. Ah, Check the suite, Papa. 12.30, we close. Oh, you're not clapping. Hey, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Makai, you're not clapping. Why? I didn't preach well. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want us to pray. Ask God for forgiveness of the idle words we have spoken. Somebody begin to pray right now. I ask for forgiveness, Lord. I have said some things in my anger, in my disappointment, in my frustrations, not knowing that words are not just words. The words are things that are being recorded and they are going to be used in my assessment of whether I belong to heaven, whether I, need, I deserve results or rewards, whether I have to even be in heaven. Words are going to judge me when I die. Pray and ask God for forgiveness. Oh, somebody, lift up your voice and pray. Oh, Jesus. Rakaraban de Vekeria Bacabraba Basatarababa. Bacarabasata Bacabraba. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. We believe we are forgiven now in the name of Jesus. You are here this morning, this afternoon. You are not saved. You are not born again. It takes a confession of your sins, an open one, maybe sometimes private ones, to give you access into the kingdom of God. The Bible says that it is with your heart you believe and with your mouth confession is made unto salvation. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You are not saved. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my heart to God. I want to be changed. I want my life to, to be different. I need Jesus in my heart. I want my name to be written in the book of life. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You are here this afternoon like that. You want me to pray for you. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. 
Just your right hand, wherever you are. Bishop, please pray for me. Please pray for me. I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ, wherever you are. Just your right hand. Your right hand. God bless you. If you lifted it up, come. If you lifted up your hand, come. Let me pray for you. Come. Come to me. God bless you. God bless you. Oh. Oh, come on. Yes. Broken heart. Broken heart. Right there. Face me right there. God bless you. Are you not clapping for them? talking to your friend. You know, when you're a child, you like talking, you like smiling when there's nothing to smile about. But this is a very, very serious moment. Remember, the message was about words that you speak. I'm going to pray a prayer with you. I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer after me. I said the eyes must close. Thank you very much. There's nothing to be afraid about. Some of you are afraid of the dark. God is delivering you today after this prayer. You can't close your eyes. <laughs> Be careful because when you die, you can easily, your eyes can easily not close also. But the words we're going to speak this afternoon, right here at the altar, they are going to determine your eternal life. They are going to determine where you will spend eternity. Because words are not just anything you say. They are written and recorded. So if you are here in front, eyes closed, two hands lifted up, if you're in the Congress, you can also pray with us. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ, He is Lord. I believe Jesus died 
he rose again on the third day and I believe Jesus is alive I open my heart and I receive Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior from today I submit myself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ I am born again my name is in the book of life I am a child of God and my future is brighter. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for all these beautiful people, young boys, young girls who have come to the altar to begin a relationship with you. Bible says, I suffered the little children to come to me for this. Is a kingdom of God. I pray for preservation. The only way they can continue unrelentlessly till the end of their days is if you will keep and preserve them. And therefore, the Bible says that to you who is able to keep us from falling and to present us blameless on that day, it is unto you I lift and I commit every single life here at the altar that will be preserved. The Lord, they will serve you. They will walk with you. They will follow you. They will obey you for the rest of their days. Thank you for their beautiful lives. The beginning of a great life. The beginning of, of, of a wonderful experience with you. Thank you for this great privilege you've given to them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now why don't you put your hands together for the Lord. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592 691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com God richly bless you.